Welcome to Strung Out, a podcast dedicated to look at life through the lens of an artist. That artist and your host is Martin Lawrence McCormack. And now here's Martin. Hello, everyone. Great to have you with us on our 32nd podcast. This is Strung Out on Sunday, January 31st, 2021. Just had a record snowfall. I believe we are getting somewhere around 11 inches of snow. It is still snowing while I speak. Spent the good day uh, playing in the snow. Haven't done that in a long time with Anya and Annie. We built snow family out there, uh, three snowmen, a snowball fight, all those good things, which is important because it fits with where I'm going to be going with you guys today on this podcast. That is the idea of being in the moment, understanding the need to celebrate joy. Also going to pursue this on the Mr. Marty show this week. Why should we do this? Why should we talk about this? Because my feeling is the vast majority of us do not live in the moment. The vast majority of us have never learned how to celebrate being joyful. I'll just point to myself as probably a, a good example of somebody that finds it hard sometimes to be joyful about things. I can be happy, but happiness is something that is more externally motivated, but joyful is that feeling of contentment. Now, if you're in the Catholic Church, for example, it's example of a faith that talks about the idea idea of being contented, being totally at peace with oneself. The example they use is the idea of praying for, working toward, experiencing a happy death. Now, that sounds pretty depressing, I know, but bear with me for a second. The idea of a happy death is the idea of being so much in joy, so much in the moment, that even the experience of death itself becomes a joyful experience. That idea is something that is grappled with by a lot of intellectual people for millennia. It's just been part of our human nature. Why are we here? What are we doing? The, the whole idea here that got me thinking along this was not the snowfall, not the being in the moment with my family today having fun in the snow, but I received in the mail the day before an album that I had helped produce along with Brian Fitzgerald. This gentleman was a good friend of ours, the friend of the band Switchback. His name is Dave Lyon. Dave passed away the 19th of September last year. He had stage four liver cancer. Dave approached us back in 2019. We decided that we would help him put together this album, which was really a testament to his wife, Evelyn. Evelyn is just a fantastic, beautiful woman. She is Creole by birth, a wonderful, genteel Southern lady living out there in the foothills of the Rocky Mountain Front. Evelyn was a teacher. So was Dave. That's how they met. They fell in love. They got married, even though... They had no children from their union. Evelyn had a child from her previous marriage. They also took under their wing, adopted, for the lack of better terms, some grandkids, okay? This all kind of made this interesting family that one looked at, enjoyed, as one came into town, that one being myself, really. Because Dave was the kind of guy that had a lot of humor, greeted every day, it seemed, with a sense of optimism. 
When he passed, it was interesting to see the outpouring of grief, also the outpouring of compliments, thanks from his students for making their life so much better. Something to see here. But Dave, he recruited us to help him put together this album. Now, mind you, at this time, he had no idea that he was going to die. He came up with the diagnosis in October of 2019. I remember getting the call from Dave, just being overwhelmed by the fact that I couldn't believe that this guy that we just ran through the ringer, because when it came to producing his album, I'm a taskmaster as far as trying to get things as good as I can get it in a short amount of time. I learned that from just observing the great Lloyd Maines produce our own music. With Dave, I had in my mind that we were probably going to get another two more albums out of him. There was enough music that was in this gentleman. When we produced this album, the one thing that had a sense of urgency was the fact that Switchback, Brian and I, did not live out in Colorado. We were out there for maybe about 10 days. Then we had to come back, try to work on the album again. So all in all, really, we had maybe a good two weeks of time to take what was nothing, turn it into something. We had the test tracks from Dave. That was all we had to put this album together. What was interesting was that urgency was there. That urgency really translates into being in the moment. We realized that we had to put in long days. There was none of this goofing around mentality. So when we got the first run of it done, we pretty much had the bones, the skeleton of the album. We had a lot of tracks down. We had bass. We had. We also had the guitar, the mandolin. I made sure that Dave's granddaughter, Caitlin, had a prominent spot on it to sing, even cajoled Evelyn to get up and sing, again, not knowing that this was going to be Dave's last album. All right. But being in the moment, it felt like that's what was called for. That was a joyful thing. Really, his tribute to his wife, it made sense to have her on the album. Give that bit of banter, that bit of playful love that they had between the two of them, just a little bit of history or for the moment, immortality, if you will, so that somebody listening a hundred years from now, could hear the two of them say, God, those guys really were in sync with each other. So this is the direction that I'm going. Today, you're not going to hear any of my tunes, but what you are going to hear is Dave doing his tunes. Some of his original music, the ode to his wife, highlight the fact that she is a beautiful woman. Evelyn, in her younger days, was a model. The cover of the album just has this great shot of her taken back in the 60s. She has that beautiful ebony skin, that Creole look with the, just a little bit of everything in her, her face. It's just so wonderful. She still is just one of these kind of people you look at and takes your breath away. Thank you. 
a way to let Martin know that you appreciate the show. Click on martinmccormack.com and go to the donate link. Your financial gift of love will keep the show rolling. We're on a little tangent this week. Part of my whole goal of 2021 is to treat this year as looking through the eyes of an artist. So important to artists, so important to musicians, especially to have that sense of urgency when it comes to creating art, when it comes to being able to keep the muse in your bailiwick, so to speak. That's what we're looking at right here today. The idea that if one is able to keep that going, one is able to internally live a life of joy. You can get to the end of your days, no matter how you get to the end of your days, feeling that sense of contentment, which in some circles people call the happy death. Incidentally, I thought I would look up a happy death on Google. Why not? Here we have a novel written by the French writer-philosopher Albert Camus. Albert Camus was known for his big book, The Stranger, which if anybody was in high school reading class... uh, (laughs) That's one of those mainstay books. I don't know if it still is today, but you had to read The Stranger. But this book caught my eye for two reasons. One was that the book has to deal with the author himself. It was released. It was published after his death. According to Wikipedia, Camus reworked the novel between 1936 and 1938 but then decided not to publish it. All right, so here's a guy that for over two years is working on this thing, which he never puts out there. Then The Stranger comes out. The Stranger, which is basically a continuation of this first book. 11 years after he dies, it gets published in 1971. The interesting thing is the existentialist topic of the book is the, quote, will to happiness. Unquote. The conscious creation of one's happiness. I want to go back to that idea, the will to happiness. I, I think what he really is talking about is the will to joy. Because I think happiness, at least my theory about happiness, is that that is something that is from the outside coming in. Joy is from the inside going out. Okay. But What's interesting here is that this guy talks about how, through the twists and turns of his life in this book, he decides, basically, he courts, he he comes to the idea, the realization that he, he needs to be happy. That in and of itself is something that's very cool. His joy basically comes from not being moved around by the external but coming into the internal. When 
tomorrow shows up, it might not be the tomorrow you thought. <laughs> it might not be the tomorrow you thought you were going to get. That is what brings us back to my friend Dave. Now, I was of the opinion once we finished working on the album that far that we would be coming back out to Colorado. We were looking at the idea of going back out to Colorado to get all the loose ends tied up. There were some. There was also the artwork for the album. There was also credits, things like that. None of that stuff we had a chance to get at when the diagnosis came in for Dave. In October of 2019, Dave went to see his doctor. He just was not feeling that well. The doctor basically said to him, we're going to try to fight this, but get your affairs in order. That in and of itself was a gift in a very bizarre way because that gave Dave the chance to realize that getting his affairs in order also meant putting to bed this album, Black Pearl. So the work that he had to do now took on that sense of urgency. The sense of urgency with everything is that, again, we as artists have a tendency to take life for granted. Most artists have that idea that tomorrow will come, but also just there is a certain joie de vivre about being an artist. Basically, it's in your DNA that you realize, hey, I look at the world in a different way. I just feel happy about if I can get a good song out there, great. If I can play my guitar, great. That sort of thing. A lot of artists are frustrated in their craft because they don't have that sense of urgency. So I want you to bear with me as I continue on this this tangent, on this journey. That sense of urgency, being in the moment, being totally aware of what's happening. One doesn't realize that what one is doing could be the very last thing that one ever gets to do on this plane. That translates across the board with anything that we do in our lives, period. Whether it's enjoying a meal, whether it's watching a show on television, whether it is talking to your kids, being with your spouse, but seeing life for what it is. Very rarely are we given the gift of knowing that we are running out the clock. I say that Dave was given that gift. Now, as his friend helping to produce him, I pushed against that, of course, wanting to give him some hope, wanting him to fight the liver cancer. I just said, hey, you got to keep going, man. I, you've got more work. Those are the kind of conversations that I had with Dave. For a long time, those conversations kept going. As time progressed, I realized with Dave, his voice getting weaker. I believe it was late August when I had that last conversation with Dave. He had just been to the doctor. and The doctor said, Dave, I'm sorry. There's no more I can do. At that point, it was more about 
Dave, how do we put this all together? The album, your life, how do we help you achieve that sense of a happy death? That is where we're going to continue after listening to another one of Dave's songs. I think this is a great song. It's called Who's That? You're listening to Strung Out, talking about being in the moment, being in joy, also that happy death. We're listening to the music of the late, great David Lyon, his posthumous album, Black Pearl. MartinMcCormack.com is the place to visit to see and purchase Marty's artworks, writings, podcast, and show. It's easy to remember and to share with friends. Just remember MartinMcCormack.com. That's MartinMcCormack.com. All right. We're exploring a theme that you're probably going to have me talking about throughout the year because it's a theme that I find is vitally important to being an artist, even if you're not an artist, it's vitally important. It is a theme that I struggle with, so I'm not coming at it as an authority. I'm coming at it as a person that is a fellow traveler in this sense that trying to be in a state of joy is a very difficult thing, at least for me. I think that the key to it is having a sense of urgency about living, also being in the moment. 
The third thing, though, that you need to have is a sense of gratitude. Now, gratitude is something that helps you affirm the sense of joy that you have in your life. I never used to look back on my life and say, this was a great life or anything like that. I, I always was more from the camp of, if only I did this, if only I did that. I need to do this more. Why is it not going my way? That sort of thing. That sort of thinking flies in the face of being in the moment, living in joy. That sort of thinking that's devoid of gratitude. A sense of gratitude, I feel, is the sense of, first of all, not taking yourself too seriously. The second part of gratitude is surrendering to the universe, understanding that you are in service to the universe, service to the muse. Therefore, it is not your life in as much as the way your life is unfolding that matters. It's how you approach that life as it is presented to you. The third thing is the affirmation that you choose to live in joy. The word choose is a, a very important thing. My friend Dave was the kind of guy that always seemed to choose to live in joy. He had this soft-spoken voice who was always witty. Now, Dave was not going to be some stellar musician. You're never going to hear his songs in the top 40. You're never going to hear people talking about Dave Lyons like they're going to talk about some other artist. That's because that wasn't the road that he was supposed to take. Dave's road was meant to influence, serve the muse in a much more organic way. I would argue it's probably a much more satisfying way. That is, by being an example to his students, by being the good husband that he was, by being a man of mirth, by being a person that worked really hard at trying to be the best musician he could possibly be, crafting good songs, that. Finally, when he realized that his time was up, putting together his final send-off to the world. There are other artists that have done this. I think one of the best albums is Black Star by David Bowie. Bowie knows he's, he, he's dying of cancer. He comes at you with this beautiful album. I want to read to you what Dave wrote his final message to the world. When I first started to work on this album, I asked some of my friends to help me with it. They all stepped up to the challenge. I recorded a couple of earlier albums, but this one was a little more difficult. When I was diagnosed with stage four liver cancer in October, 2019, I didn't know whether I'd be able to finish the album or not. My great friend, Ron Gordon assured me it would get finished one way or another. Marty and Brian helped me pick the various songs on the album, asked me to record three of their songs as well. We decided to add guitars, mandolin, organ, accordion, drums, and several vocal parts. I most of all want to thank my loving, caring wife, Evelyn, who is with me every step of the way. 
I hope you enjoy the project. I love that last line. That's just Dave. He's telling you, I hope you enjoy the project. He's reaching out to you from wherever he is now. So let's listen to another one of Dave's songs. This was a song he said he he was inspired by Taylor Swift. (laughs) So it's called Last Boyfriend. You're listening to Strung Out, a tribute to Dave Lyon. Now that you've heard Martin McCormack, you should see him as well. Tune in to the Mr. Marty Show for Talk, a COVID cocktail, 30 seconds of cute on-the-corner special guests and music. Go to martinmccormack.com and click on the Mr. Marty Show link. Great song, huh? A lot of fun working with Dave on this. As I mentioned earlier, I was very much a drill sergeant When it comes to working on producing albums, I enjoy working on producing other people's materials. I like to push, I like to push the artist out of their, their comfort zone. I certainly did that with Dave. Certainly wasn't the world's best 
singer in the sense from a trained vocalist standpoint. In fact, you could probably argue that Dave did everything wrong with singing, but it gave him the voice that he had. So the challenge that I had with Dave was to bring that out. Literally, we came down to working verse by verse on some of these songs, which now in hindsight, now that my friend's gone, I, I look at that and think, God almighty, what a, what a taskmaster. But again, I worked with Dave being in the moment, knowing that this was the opportunity we had to bring something out that would be the best we could possibly get at that time. I wish I could say I came to that realization, but that was a great lesson that was given to me by one of my vocal coaches, Wilma Osheim, who was with the American Conservatory of Music in Chicago. That's where I studied with her for the the vast amount of time. This bit of wisdom that came out of her during one lesson was all about recording, all about being in the moment. We as artists have a tendency to fret about our art, whether it is painting or music or the written word, is the best it could possibly be. I bring up the point of Walt Whitman, who kept going back over Leaves of Grass, his collection of poems, tweaking different editions. But Ma's argument was that it's very important to make sure that a recording is a record of who you are in the moment, at that moment. Who you are in the moment, at that moment. Working with Dave on his album, that was certainly where I was coming from. I I wanted to make sure that we did the best possible thing we could do for Dave in that moment. Again, I didn't know what the future was going to bring with Dave. I didn't know that months later he was going to end up getting liver cancer. Less than a year later, he would be dead. That's the hard reality of this stuff. Researching, looking into this talk today, experiencing this whole idea of the happy death, the idea of following your bliss, creating that sense of joy. Joseph Campbell talks quite a bit about finding your bliss. Finding your bliss is finding your joy. That we will save for another time, but we will talk a little bit about Joseph Campbell, who was an expert on mythological legends, mythology, to understand the human psyche. Why Why is it so important, if there's one thing you do in your life, is to live a life in service of others, service of uh, the muse, service of the universe, living in the moment, living in a state of bliss. Those are the biggies. Camus' book, A Happy Death, I just want to read this one part because the first part, it's called Natural Death. He talks about this character. He's got a bad office job. He's got a girlfriend, but it doesn't have any passion. He meets this guy, a very rich man. He's an invalid who shows the character, the principle of the story, way out of this kind of existence. I quote, Only it takes time to be happy. A lot of time. Happiness, too, is a long patience. In almost every case, we use up our lives making money, 
when we should be using our money to gain time. Unquote. That is a very powerful thing. You will have to follow the story to see just what happens because it's just, it's amazing what happens. But that being said, that character has found the understanding of what it means to be happy, yet he doesn't do anything to attain that. He's found it too late. He's unhappy because he's now aware of the fact that he spent his whole life becoming rich. Life is meaningless. Pretty amazing. I would argue that my friend Dave Lyon was able to find meaning in his life. He was able to go through his life with a sense of joy. He had his shares of sorrows. Living a life of joy doesn't mean that you're somehow free of all the trials and tribulations that life has to offer. Stage four liver cancer is a pretty tough blow, especially for somebody that had a lot more songs in him. But he did get to finish the one album, a great album. It was an album that allowed him to really finish his days with a bang kicking it through the goalposts, as we like to say. I think that, in of itself, folks, is where I'm at with today's podcast, that we have to be mindful of our lives, especially during this whole COVID pandemic. We have to get out and play in the snow. We have to do everything with a sense of urgency, whatever it is. We have to be aware of being in the moment. We have to pursue, attain joy or bliss. We have to make sure that bliss, joy, is held up by an exercise of gratitude every day, just so we stay on course. I wish my friend Dave could have been around to enjoy the release of his album. There's a certain amount of sadness in the sense that he's not here to talk about it, because I would have loved to have interviewed him about his album. I'm going to play the last song for the show. It's called Front Porch. For this song, I wanted to make sure we had that feeling of the front porch, that banter back and forth between the two of them. Evelyn Never sang before on an album, but I was determined to get her to sing on it. You're going to hear her singing. You're going to hear a little bit of that banter that is Dave. Because he strove to be in the moment, because he worked hard at it, he ended up with a wonderful legacy that people will be able to look at without even knowing who he is, get a great sense of just who Dave Lyons was. Let's listen to Front Porch as our next song here on Strung Out. Like 
Wasn't that uh, a sweet piece, huh? If you're interested in getting a copy of this album, just reach out to me. I can get that to you. You can go through my website, martinmccormick.com. I encourage you to let me know that you want to get the album Black Pearl. I will contact Evelyn, who, in honor of her husband, is sending these puppies out from uh, Evergreen, Colorado. Wonderful thing. We're very blessed to have had such a guy like Dave Lyon in our lives. I'm glad I get to share him with a wider audience, even posthumously. Like I said, Dave is a reminder to us all that we don't know how much time we have on this planet. You make every second count. You make every second count with joy. That's it for this week. Those are my thoughts. Just my thoughts here. Always welcome your thoughts. Please reach out to me. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to Strung Out. 
On our website, you can sign up for the newsletter for Strung Out, as well as the Mr. Marty Show. That's at martinmccormack.com.